welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Red and Black Sports Chat with me. It's, I'm Thirsty Kirsty, and I have with me... I'm um, Brody. Yes, and we've also got our special guest of the day is... is how did you say it last time? Rowan Drumroll! <laughs> Rowan will be joining us uh, later on in, in, the, uh, in the pod, so we look forward to having her on board. Um, yeah, we could say a, a, a Canterbury and Otago sportswoman. Mm, did you hail from Moscow, was it? We haven't introduced oh. her yet. Oh, well, we haven't introduced her, but we might as well just... It's okay, I'm here. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Moscow. Yes, right. Moscow. So yeah. where we were in the monastery, yeah, for those first or second time listeners, yep. uh, you followed us at the monastery, and I guess for those new listeners out there, you should go check out the first podcast, because it's a pretty good one, but yeah. Hails from our Mosgiel, which isn't too... Well, not a bad place, is it? No, not at all. City living, country style. Oh! Big advocate for it. Something I prepared earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the only words that have been remembered. <laughs> remembered. Yeah. Right, Excellent. So, okay, well, let's touch on, look, um, I guess what's been happening around the traps and sporting in New Zealand. I guess, look, we've just had the NZR Rugby Awards, New Zealand Rugby Awards, mm. uh, obviously held up in Auckland, and mm. the old, uh, you know, big names were there from the NZ7 men and women's teams, and then we had the All Blacks followed by the Black Ferns. Good to see there a few women being acknowledged there, yeah. Kirsty Kirsty. Yeah, I think so, but I felt quite female-dominant. So I'm just chewing on a bit of licorice at the moment if I sound a bit caught up, but... No, I thought it was. I thought it was great to see. Um, watching it actually live, it was quite cool to see so many women up there and winning a few of the big awards, which is mm. the first time for um, Kendra Coxage mm. uh, taking away the Supreme Award, which was a big making history. So mm. cricketer herself, and yeah, I, CD actually. Yep. I saw yep. CD cl- claim to fame. Actually, they yep. took her. So agreed. No, what, what you? I mean, you're a rugby player, Brody, so what were your sort of thoughts on... Yeah, look, to be honest, I've had the honour of probably play, playing in Kenja's team last mm. year for Canterbury, mm. and what an asset she is, really, um, yeah. to, to Canterbury rugby, and I guess as a as a role model in, in women's sports. So, uh, no, Kendra's done really well, and, and it was really good to see Canterbury go back-to-back this year in their... Um, national football or say rugby uh, title and then obviously she's followed up in the international scene so mm. full credit to Kench um, mm. I guess yeah um, she's a she's a top lady really and a good role model for those future ferns coming through we could say yes and nice. yeah no she's a handy cricketer I actually think she's uh, in the old rugby cricket clash at Hagley mm. Park is she? Oh, yeah, she? next year yep oh so, she'll hold her own in that yeah, yeah she will I mean look she, her and I played together for the Hines uh, mm. and, and you she can work it a wee bit at some point um no that was her sister Jenna was it oh Jen yeah yeah Jen kept wicket um so, yeah, look, talented family, really. And I think, actually, there's a bit of a connection there, the old Barrett's Coxage. So, look, they all uh, they all come round from the coast at Taranaki there. So, mm. look, unsure what's in the water, but bless them. <laughs> good on them. So, yeah, yeah no. Um, right. mm. Yeah, and really good to see the, the women's team uh, also clicked an award there. I think it was the New Zealand Sevens yes. ladies, mm. and led by Sarah Goss. So, um, full credit to them leading the way. Um, in, in women's rugby. No, it's going places, isn't it? It's all, it seems like all of a sudden they've just sort of shot up and they're kind of hard to miss at the moment, which is what you want, really. Mm. You want them to and be And you always see the promotion of them and the marketing of them. It's just, yeah. it's just blossoming, you know? Like, nice, nice dig from Jacinda as well. Did you see yeah. about getting the marketing out there where you can go and buy a Black Ferns jersey? I yeah. Still, I noticed that you still can't buy a White Ferns jersey, however. No. Well, I saw, I, what was it? I was actually having a look online at a bit of the merch. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, you'd want one of those. Well, I felt like they did a big push at some point for... Mm. Um, I saw a few. I see a few white ferns caps around the twenty twenty yeah. caps, and then apparently you can't go and you can't buy one now. 
You think? Yeah, yeah interesting, interesting. You, think you pink, should be able to. Pink would be a great seller. Yeah. Um, it would sell. Yep. Um, yeah, maybe. Look, good things uh, take time, really. Yeah. It also yeah. just stands out on the street. You know, you walk past and you're like, ah, straight away, you're like, that's a white fence top. Yeah. Which is what you, you know. It's what you want. Yeah. Especially the way the woman, the woman's sports going and the way that New Zealand um, government want to pump the money into mm. it. And mm. with the World Cup mm. in New Zealand, you know, you'd think you'd, you'd, it's never too early to start promoting mm. the women's game. Definitely so. not. Not at all. Not no, at all. No. And then interesting... The day later, really, Steve Steve Hansen uh, putting a few words to the table and saying he's finishing up after the t- yeah. 2019 Rugby have World Cup. Have you seen there's been a bit of controversy around it? Some people have criticised him for saying now that he's not waiting till the after the World Cup because it's just mm. something else that's going to draw attention to it at the World Cup. Which yeah, it's very interesting. No, I think, look, Steve, Steve's a great guy, really. He's done very well. Um, I think, was mm. it 16 years he's... Creep me if I'm wrong, but something like that, and with, mm. the, and with the All Blacks, yeah, so. and the highest success, I think, win the win rate, his win winning percentage, is, is the best I think of any mm. of the. Guys. I mean, yeah, look, so. don't hold me to that. I don't. <laughs> I can be well, mad. You sound like you know. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> look, I saw it on Facebook. It could be true. It could not be. Oh, yeah, but no, no. It sounds good though. Yeah, yeah. 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 What do we reckon? How are they going to go in Japan? That says it all, doesn't it? Just. Look, yeah, you want to be hopeful, know. don't you? Yeah. But I think they said it well themselves with the Irish game being mm. the top of the... Like, I'd say that some... Oh. Yeah, I'd be nervous. Wouldn't you? you wouldn't put all the money on your bank on them to win it at this stage, would you? No. No. I don't yeah. think I would. Teams, once again, saw an article. Love an article. Uh, that teams that don't actually fear the All Blacks as much anymore. I guess they don't oh, see... You know, they're they cool, see, considering they're still... It's still number games. one, but I guess Ireland have beaten. Ireland have beaten, but every, everyone's kind of beaten. Like you've, Australia beaten them once this year. England did England beat them? I, t- I might, uh, I might retract that statement. No, South we, Africa no. did though. We, yes. Oh yes, and then Ireland. Mm. So those are three powerhouse countries, which clearly, you know, mm. on the day. What about in Japan though? Now, brought you back to you being the rugby mm, expert. Yes. Yeah, like what dif- what what are conditions can they expect? Look, I, I I'm not too sure whether they actually play on grass or that artificial grass over yeah. in Japan. No, look, it'll Nasty. be it'll be it'll be full it'll be full turf, I'd imagine. Grass. Um, yeah, hard to say what the weather conditions in Japan are. Um, you running rugby though. That would suit rugby. us. Yeah, running rugby would suit us. It would go spread it wide. Um, mm. Use the back three there with the, you know, the Barretts, uh, Rico, and uh, yeah. Naholo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, interesting. Um, again, we we've, we do have a great um, forward pack. So do we use that as our strength? We've got yeah, Barrett at there at ten. We've had a lot of uh, yeah criticism media around him of late. So yeah, yeah interesting one. And then yeah, you, you do have yeah. Your Damien McKenzie's and your um, be interesting to see if old Ma old comes back. He, nah. he, oh well, listen, yeah. yeah, he has actually coming back into the Blues um, under Leon McDonald. So yeah, interesting. It'll Do you reckon be... there's enough time for him to prove himself though? Like, when's the World Cup? June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of, you, it's oh, only two yeah, months time, into, it? and it's all about combos and stuff. Well, so super, so super starts in February, doesn't it? Oh true, no, it's true. Super, but so. they've been testing out all these different combos. You'd think, you know, it's. Well, do, you think, do, you think, do you think they've got far with that though? Like, you know, we're a country that likes to win. <laughs> that is true, and like, we'll happily sacrifice anything to do that. That's right, and trying out combos, well, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, and I mean, like, look, Jack Good, who's a great footy player, um, but yeah, he, he'll well, be, he'd be in your team, actually, wouldn't he? Yeah, look, yeah. I mean, I have seen him before. You know what? He'd maybe make my cut. So if he doesn't make the ABs cut, he can join my uh, rugby team. So look. 
quality, I think. So okay. now, yeah. talk us through your um your luggage bag oh, that you carry away God. with you when you travel with the Canterbury magician. Okay, don't act like this is a regular thing. Look, I'm going away. I'm going for my Christmas holidays after this. I need more than just my day bag, don't I? Yes. Oh, I feel like I have, don't even have to justify this. No, he lives around the corner. He the lives around, yeah. been asked. Look, he lives around the corner. My go-to bag's being used, and so he has about five of them. So I thought, I'll just ask. Just around the corner, just nip up and get it. So look, and it's for everything. Beautiful. It's even got this wee shoe compartment, and oh, it's outstanding. It's, it's a nice Was it? Bag. But then you weigh up the hassle. Yeah, it's the thing. You weigh up the hassle versus the scrutiny you get put under. You have to be fair. You deserve that scrutiny right now. You've asked for that. No, I don't mean that. Out. You have put that. I out thought there. I was pretty strategic. I got in. Got... Hold on, guys. Here it is, going around the baggage carousel. Jake, <laughs> yeah. good here. Uh, no, Jake, it yes. is not like I have got on it. Oh no, just Kirsty Nation. That's what you did. Look, no, I can't say. Look, I soon as I saw. I grabbed it. Look, I don't like to name drop, but I mean, I will if it gets me something for free. So, okay. look, if anyone needs to get to Jack, look, come through me. I'll exploit him all I can. But, you know, it's, is it worth the hassle in an same appropriate time? way? But look, in great bag. Great bag. Yeah, we're, we're practical. And look, it didn't cost you anything. At the end of the day, look, I keep on saying at the end of the day, but yeah. But at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, it's a bag. It's a bag. Yeah. Just just say no thought, more, you It's know? just that we were looking around the airport for Jack Goodhue. That's yeah, really well, I understand the disappointment when you're looking around for Jack Goodhue and then Kirsty's wheeling yeah. your thing. Oh, first of Kirsty's dragging this bag. <laughs> yeah, no, look. Good fun. I'll just, I think I'll just tape it next time. I, yeah, but does that bring more attention there? Uh... No, no, it no, was no. good. Okay. Just, we're we're oh. used to it now. Because that might be. <laughs> Clearly we're all used to it. <laughs> <laughs> look, should we move on to our special guest, shall we? Yeah, listen, we've oh, got... God, um, we waiting. We've got, we've got Rowan Milburn here, and um, full name, obviously, Rowan Claire Milburn, uh, born June 18th, 1977, yep. Mosgirl Otago. So she is an original uh, blue and gold uh, lady. Mm. Look, she's uh, represented um, Canterbury woman uh, mm-hmm. in cricket, the Netherlands woman, mm-hmm. uh, New Zealand white ferns, as well as well as Otago woman. Now, Ro, um, Rowan, known as Ro, um... Her playing role is, is wicketkeeper, um, batting style, right hand bat, and obviously fielding position. Yeah, is, is wicketkeeper. So, look, um, Rose played a, a, a full uh, fifteen matches um, at the ODI um, game and two T20s with a high score of seventy one. So, Ro, mm. welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I've been looking forward to this. I've been sort of been on the shuffle. Yeah, oh, so I'm ready to um, I'm ready to be here today. No, actually, I turned them down. Yes, first thank up. you, thank you. Sorry, too good for us. And, yeah. and here now. Yeah. So, Ro, tell us tell us a little bit about um, sure. look your cricketing career mm. and, and where it all started. And because you, you know you played for Otago, you went to Canterbury, mm. you went to Netherlands, you White Fern. Mm. Who 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 do you really enjoy playing for? Great. I've um, always loved playing for Canterbury. Um, yeah, that is a good question actually, but you always remember where you're from, I think, and um, Otago was a really, playing for Otago and um, everything that came with that was was always pretty special to me, and then decided to make a move around a work kind of situation, and also um, Otago cricket, and I don't think things have changed much here, and I don't think I'd be offending anybody in any way, but it was one of those situations where you played, you organised club cricket, you probably worked part-time at Otago cricket, and you did a little bit of everything. <coughs> And at the end of the day, I sort of decided that that probably wasn't the best interest for my cricket at that point. I had high ambitions. I wanted to play for New Zealand and thought, while well, I'm organising everything and everybody else, that's probably um, 
you know, at a detriment. So I made the decision to move. And um, like anything, when you leave from a small place and go to Canterbury, uh, and Brody, you can relate to this, and I'd be interested in your thoughts around it. You're not that popular, and I certainly wasn't that popular for a period of time. In fact, I remember a direct quote saying, what do you think that'll do? Mean that you'll play for New Zealand or something? Uh, and um, I have to say that it did, actually, so thanks very much for the motivation. Um, so I made the move to Canterbury and um, loved it. Loved the environment, loved the professionalism, um, and... Had a pretty good time there. Now, when you moved to Canterbury, yep. did you go? Was I remember there was an academy run by Mike Shrimpton. Now, yep. were you involved in that academy with Mike? Uh, no, the New Zealand Cricket Academy kind of. Um, so, yeah, slightly interesting and awkward situation. I think what happened was because they were preparing for the two thousand World Cup at that time. The academy, I was selected to go to the Cricket Academy and it didn't run that year. So I ended up going back and saying to people at Teachers College, do you think I could do a year's study? Do you think I could do, because I'd originally pulled out of Teachers College to go to the Cricket Academy. Cricket Academy fell through because of World Cup year, went to Teachers College instead. So that was before I moved actually. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. So just but man, that, that program bred some fantastic cricketers and the people that went through that, man, I remember when um, like Haiti was involved in it and I think with the Marshall Brothers at that time and it just seemed like a really tight-knit, really, really cool place to be part of, like a really cool thing to be part of. Outstanding. It's a shame they don't have that. Just touching back there on Haiti, did, you, did Haiti yep. and you play for Otago? Yeah, we played um, We played for an under-23 team, actually. It just came up on a Facebook status, actually, with that photo. And um, so there's a lot of a lot of cool people in there. There's actually some quite bloody good cricketers in there. And because she lived in Timaru at the time, uh, and Canterbury was strong, that Timaru's best, South Canterbury's best players came and played for Otago at that time. Yeah, so probably since she was probably still at school then, I'd imagine. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very good. And look, your occupation, you obviously mm. you said you went into Teachers College there, yeah. so obviously you're, you're now um, yeah, a DP at, at Hagley College. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit more about your uh, ambitious uh, work career there. Um, yeah, I kind of fell into senior management by accident, I think. I've always been a phys ed teacher, and that's probably what I love the most, is being a phys ed teacher. Um and that's a combination of having a run round and being able to be the teacher that the kids like a lot. So, um, you know, you've always got a bit of an advantage being the phys ed teacher over, say, the maths teacher. Um, so, love that. Then, just sort of randomly thought I'd apply for a job as a, in my last school as a deputy principal and see what happens. I was pretty young in the teaching game then and kind of got it a little bit by accident and then realised that I didn't really know <laughs> what that meant. Turns out it means a whole lot of office work and a lot of disciplining and actually not a lot of teaching. Um, made the move to Hagley, uh, in, which is a really big role, so I'm in charge of about 1,400 students. And that's probably lit my fire to see if I could be a principal. So just, what advice do you have? <laughs> I guess I guess some of our listeners out there, they, they might be, um, look, uni students, young students, um, people might be in the same situation as, as a lot of sports people out there. With sport and the women's game not being fully professional mm. at the moment, but then obviously working, and obviously there are people out there that want to teach and, like mm. you said, want to be phys ed teacher like yourself. Mm. What What's some advice do you reckon you could give to them around, you know, those career options, but also keeping studying? The yeah, keeping mm. the balance. Mm. What, what, are you, what would you recommend there? Um, mm. Like... Like, I, I think professionalism is wonderful for um, women's sport, but I'm kind of pleased on one hand that I didn't have the stress of that. So I only knew one way, and that was to work all week and then train either around mm. it and then have gone... And I basically had a commute as well, so I was commuting from Timaru for the hot, for the weekends and all of summer, and I'm quite glad for that because I think what it, it did, it does a number of things. Is one, everyone's in the same boat. 
um, where you're all working and you're all training around that and you have that whole kind of grumbling together about how busy you are. But at the end of the day, we didn't have any choice. Mm. So it kind of leveled things out. Like now in terms of the rankings and mm-hmm. I, I guess my advice is, um, just to go back to the actual question, yeah. my, my advice is, is that keep balance because, and I know you're in this situation, Brody, where it's super nice to be able to sw- go into a classroom, deal with those, I don't know, 20 if you're lucky, but probably closer to 30 kids in front of you yeah. and actually... <laughs> And actually have a good time with them and teach them something and get that rewarding thing. And cricket's so far from your mind that you're actually just kind of surviving the day. And well, I think that's a luxury. I think that's really good. I think um, seeing people struggle with the volume of cricket that they've had, all we wanted was more cricket. Now we've got so much that people are drowning in it. Um, I, I think I would be fully encouraging of people to be doing something else aside from cricket, whether that's full-time. Obviously full-time is very challenging, but it's a part-time interest. And, you know, your cricket career is... Um, only so long and I think being able to get away and just do something and fully be immersed in that and put cricket to the back of your mind is really important because if cricket's not going that well you need to be good at something right so sometimes we think that everything's shit because cricket shit oh am I allowed to say that um, you can on the red and black yeah but actually it's not because you walk into that classroom and someone's super excited to see you there and you teach them something maybe and mm. all is well Excellent. Yeah, balance. That is a hell of a. Be passionate about something, and it could be something outside of cricket. I think. Fantastic. I think we're changing. Like, I mean, I know last time we talked about the laundry and whatnot, but that's how. That's good advice. That's, that, that's solid. Well, I don't advice. know. About that. You're well spoken. Look. You've done well. So, look, to all the Alisons out there who are in that situation of, you know, really want to kickstart their sporting career, but also got Mm. their uh, their other career and their work career um, as well, um, look, always call upon Rowan. Yeah, look, get it once again, get in contact with either uh, Brody or myself, Thirsty Kirsty, and we'll get you in, we'll get, give you a contact details, and look, if that helps you get somewhere, look, I think we've, that's what yeah. we're all about and look, That's a good question, that's a good thing to bring mm. up, actually. And good Hagley, Hagley College, I'm sure they'll yep. be real supportive of employ, um, employees and, and supporting them in their support, uh, sporting career, yeah. so. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very look, much so. keep me in the mind actually, there, a good, when there's a, a, a job But there's also, it's a good job to be in as a sports person, isn't it, Brody? You can vouch for that. The um, oh, Outstanding. You know, we have a contract which says four weeks paid leave for um, any kind of national and international duties, really? so it's a good, it's a good, wow. it's probably as far as careers go, I don't know any that would do that quite as easily or as well i mean you're you're a queen of having a few days off broadly yeah look there's all been legitimate a, there's, been, there's been a few months off i guess this year yeah. um yeah and full support from from my principal as well in the mm. school and look i i can't doubt them at all they have been outstanding probably if it wasn't for them i probably wouldn't be in the position i was at the moment so that's right and um, i mean they'll be proud of you as well there's spin-offs yeah, from these there is spin-offs because I, I guess yeah we've had a bit of media go back into the school um, yeah i guess it's just come from in behind me and, and yeah for school, sure and that helps the school as well so you know any media is good media any praise is good self-praise i guess oh no praise like self-praise oh, no, no, can i ask kirsty something oh, kirsty something so yeah. how do you balance work and your and your <laughs> very very busy winter very very busy summer <laughs> well, because of the you've, you've heard from you've heard from us we're obviously in the teaching game mm, but what about those well, in the pet food game oh well the pet food game i tell you what it never stops you know it's Man's best friend, everyone wants to keep them fed. So, uh, in saying that, I guess I've also got very supportive work. They're very flexible with my hours and very understanding when I'm a broken human that I need to duck off to appointments and stuff like that. But it helps that my boss loves a bit of cricket. Uh, So, he's more than happy to talk to me on the Monday morning when I come in with my 
tail between my legs with a duck, but yeah. you know what? He, he always backs me up, you know? He's always, I go away on the Friday, he's like, you know, this is... You were due, you were, and I come back on Monday and I was like, you were wrong, you know. No, but, I am due, but... Yeah, I am due, but it wasn't this weekend. <laughs> but no, look, it's, it's, it is interesting uh, going from that uni lifestyle mm. where, you know, you feel you think you're busy, but in the scheme of things, you're not. And it's easier to do these trainings and stuff like mm. that when you've got a bit of time, but it's hard going, you know, up at 5.30 or 6, mm, gym, cruel, and then... Really go to work and then you've got to do it in the evening. So I think that stuff, it's kind of from the outside looking and you're like, oh, to be professional, imagine being able to not just have to jump. But then at the same time, like uh, sport is only a small part of your life. So mm-hmm. it's eventually you're going to want to have a career. I don't know. So it's good to have done something prior. Mm-hmm. and like. I just think of cricket with your job, like, oh, you know. Yeah. Like it's cool um, and everything. Yeah. But. Look, I think, Ru, you've made an outstanding break there. You got into the school system as soon as possible and then you had your cricket career as well. So. Full credit to you, Rowan. Look, Rowan, yeah, school yeah. holidays um, yep. coming up, and obviously, as a, as a teacher, um, you, you're on break, uh, non-contact break, as we would say. Yep. Um, yep look, indeed. school holidays activities. What, what do you recommend to the, all your students at Hagley College, and and how do you keep them uh, safe and sound throughout the holidays? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, what would I recommend? Well, I did read an article. We're just doing a thirsty Kirsty here. I read an article that was saying that people in the UK young people spend seven hours on technology a day and that there's such a thing now as poverty of experience from like the outdoors so basically wow that's a good article yeah that's yeah, good, thank good you. I would yeah. tap into that one thank you <laughs> Clickbait. thank you I could probably afford it too thank so I guess what, what I would be encouraging everyone is that yes technology plays a part in young people's lives but they should be doing that and I know this has had a bit of um promotion from from other places but this is just my dig at it is that uh, young people should do lots of other things and when they've completed all that in the day then yep they can go on technology but I think mm. definitely doing something outside where there's where people can have the chance to make up a game you know when's the last time you saw kids getting together and making up a game mm. and being creative and not parents rushing in and providing something to do mm. I, my, my advice is sit back say have a look what's in the garage and then go and make sure your car hasn't been nicked oh. <laughs> that's my advice <laughs> Yeah, so go and have a look in the garage, you'll find something to do. See what sort of treasure hunt perhaps you could create. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. 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 Without someone telling the answers. Yeah. Yeah. What is quite interesting with that technology thing, like a lot, everyone's got to record everything they're doing and I'm thinking, I mean, it's yeah, nice to be, some things it's nice to relive, but at the same time it's nice just to be fully immersed in uh, what you're doing. And I was talking to yeah, Brody earlier today, I'm horrific at multitasking, so it's, I don't know how people can be fully engaged in one thing and then on their device at the same time. So I'm either... With us. Yeah. Or not. Or not. So and I think they'd actually say that they may think that they're good at multitasking, but actually they are not. They're really only concentrating yeah. on one thing. And usually it would be... The thing in front the, of you. Or that's most flashy and busy yeah. and noisy. And like, I, I mean, think, you could dive into social media. I've got read many articles on the dope. Look, the science side of it. But you know what? Yeah. That's a story for another that's day. That's another really, day. Isn't it? That, another yeah, day. definitely, I think, out and about. And there's lots of cool things you can do for free. I think that's the other thing that we forget. We think we've got to throw money around in the school holidays and it should be this and it should be that. In fact, I listened to something on the radio and the lady said, sorry, sorry to bore everybody. The, the teacher said, this is, it was something that went around social media actually, that the teacher had written a letter to parents saying, when your kids come back to school, they don't tell me what they got for Christmas or what presents they got or how much money it was worth. They tell the teacher the things that they did with their parents, that they were allowed to stay up late that they couldn't wait for you to get home to pick them up from grands because they were at work. You know, that mm-hmm. they went to the pool, that they went to the beach. They say about things that they did, not what they were bought. So mm-hmm. there's a very, very good life lesson there. 
I think. Oh, I agree. I Fantastic. Agree. Oh, good. Look, Ro, look, Jeff, after a hard year of school, that's, that's, and giving that, uh, that, I guess, that uh, information to the kids and that encouragement through the yeah. holidays, that's outstanding. So, full credit to you. I'm sure you've uh, touched those kids in many ways throughout the year. So, oh. well, uh, you know, in education, learning yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Look, very, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> look, um, and, and obviously, a holiday for yourself. What does the Melbourne um, family get up to the during Melbourne the school family? holidays, and, uh, and how does yeah. that look? It's quite a busy with cricket, actually. Um, yeah, the holidays don't quite look like how I'd hope that they might mm. look, which would probably be about six weeks of doing nothing. So um, at Higley, we offer a catch-up college for people that just miss out on UE. Very, very good and very, very important if anybody finds himself a few credits short of university entrance. Don't want to miss a semester. Come in from the 15th of January to Higley College and we'll get you some credits. Actually, you'll get the credits. We'll provide the opportunities. Um, but this is, a, this, is a good, this is a public service um, team. This is a yeah, public service so I'm actually back from very early. So yeah. the days oh. I actually finished on Wednesday, and then I'm back on the 16th, I think. So it's not quite the teachers' holidays that you might see in the media. Um, I'll be busy with cricket uh, through that time. We're not going away. We overspent in America, uh, so <laughs> the holidays are pretty light this year. And I think we'll probably just do some of those things I was talking about before, where you um, take advantage of some free stuff. And I'm going to Dunedin over Christmas to have a family Christmas and then we'll probably just do some day stuff. Excellent. Practicing what you preach, I think, is what yeah. I really take away from there. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, actually, it's very, very, yeah. it's very important too, isn't it? Yeah. Well, look. Downtime. There we go. Rowan we, Melbourne. We, yeah, yeah, look, we've got a, quick, a few quick-fire questions okay. here yeah. for you, Rowan. So, cool. it's would you rather. Is so this like yeah. a Nika Moore where you're going to... Yeah, well... No, I don't think... Crap out of me. Look, well, no. I think we'll address, like, we had an idea for another segment, uh, which I think we'll put another in future podcasts of the... We want to challenge our guests um, going forward with a bit of a burger eating competition, oh, yep. but unfortunately, due to Rowan's uh, dietary, dietary restrictions, we can't start that off this podcast. But look forward to the next one as we're yep. hoping to kick that off. But always, in the meantime, you can always make it about sushi. Out there. Sushi's a real go-to exactly. for me. Yeah, <laughs> so look, if you want me to eat sushi as much as I can. I'm more than happy to oblige. Look, at the moment, Rowan Melbourne's on the top of the table because yeah. you look. Like, yeah, the first. Okay, leader. First leader. Right, yeah. right. Here we go. So we've got yes. Okay. Would you rather? Feel this free to expand. So on no thinking, just. No. Oh, no thinking, but at the same time, Bit of I'm, thinking. I'm happy to hear your explanation. <laughs> what do you reckon? Like, half happy to hear, like, go with your gut, and then just I'm happy right, to hear it kind half. of. Yeah, yeah. And oh. then explain, maybe right, justify. The okay. So, right, yeah. first one, Ro. Would you get shot or would you get stabbed? I think I'd get shot. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not sure I can explain it. <laughs> um, stabbing seems so personal yeah, and, no, that's like, fair. up close and, yeah. like, a bit scarier. Yeah. Whereas I could just be standing there and go, yeah. yeah, and and down I go. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know, like it's not so personal and scary. Yeah. Or oh, 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 can I, may I just do that? I, there was one I thought. Would you rather burp confetti or fart glitter? Oh, now there's one I haven't thought there's about. There's a deep one, isn't it? I think I'd rather fart glitter because that sounds pretty freaking spectacular. But <laughs> glitter, but glitter sticks like. I think we've all experienced glitter before. You can't get rid of that for a long time. I'm okay with that. Like, that's some sort glitter of... But people also there, know... Man. Like, imagine that just like... So, anyway, look, I I'm could... I'm okay with that. Okay, with, I'm, glitter's pretty. Yeah. Confetti. Confetti. Like, but imagine, like, a celebration. You're like... Bah, and it's just... Yeah, you don't need a confetti can. Like, <laughs> like, a little glitter clap. <laughs> See that? No, that's, that's classic. Just, that's me. That is classic. Or just leave it in a nightclub. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> <Part> my party. <laughs> That's brilliant. No, definitely. I'm sticking oh, with that. Hard questions here. Look. Yeah, right, next one. Provoking. Oh, Would you go down. one year without teeth or one year without oh, internet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone should go without teeth ever. <laughs> 
like those chompers are there for a reason. Yeah, no, like, yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm definitely not going without that. What was the other one? What was I chosen? What have I chosen? What then? was it? Oh, <laughs> the old um, without teeth or one year without internet. Oh. I'm going to go the year without internet. Yeah, I think that's fair. Teeth just yeah. sounds horrendous. Uh, look, the other one I had was be an unknown superhero or a famous villain. Um, well, there's no point being an unknown superhero, is there? You'd still be doing good. You're just not doing. Uh... But I'd, I'd want recognition. I'm a wee bit like that, like, oh, over here. <laughs> but in the same time, are you getting recognition because you usually got your alias, and then so uh, no one knows the real you. But you're still idolised by many. So villain, you probably reach a specific group as well. They might idolise you as well. No, I'm gonna go the um, unknown hero. Is that what it was? Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna go nice, that. Nice. I don't want to be a villain. No one likes it. Right, you need a villain to have. If you do, you shouldn't. <laughs> life lessons. Yeah, life lessons. No one. Right, next one, Row. Always disappoint people or always anger people. Mm. <laughs> or never disappoint. <laughs> or anger, because it might go flash and quickly pass, you know, but disappointment, man, that's heavy. It is heavy. It's <laughs> deep. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. And a bit cutting. Would you rather jump forward 10 years or jump back 10 years? Oh, jump back. You would go back to the good old days? Yeah. And I'd change some things. You're not. Oh, look, that's. Yeah, jump back. Yeah, so hindsight. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Right here, last one. Last one for the uh, for the pod. Great. Ha- have bad bo for the rest oh, of your life. It's too soon. <laughs> oh, lose your sense of smell. <laughs> you asked me. Um. I'm sorry. I'm actually gonna have to ask you to repeat that. I've just momentarily yeah, lost my get, way. I just need to get myself back together. <laughs> Look, oh, look, would you rather have B- bad BO for the rest of your life? I think we'd say no to that. Or, or lose your sense of smell. No, I'll lose my sense of yeah, smell. Yeah, look. That could actually work quite well. No, it's true. We had some bad, some bad smells on the plane today, didn't we? Were you, did you no, catch it? Oh, you, well, Brody's in one A. She's right at the back. She's the closest to the exit. Us uh, commoners had to deal with yeah. some whiffs of something. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, you guys are at the back in the elite, uh, elite oh, status. Elite status. Oh, but look, I think, just want to say a big thank you. And I think, I mean, I don't have it here with me, but as you've got a pug called Coral. Yes. Um, Look, I think to say a big thank you, I'll, I can provide you with some product courtesy of Canine Natural. Cause that's oh what my we're goodness, all, look, I'm over the moon. Look, that's what we're all about here is, and you know I'm a bit of a gift giver when it and comes to And we do buy the treats um, ourselves now. That's yeah. crazy. Look, yeah. that's what it's all about, just reaching out. Actually, so, Kirsty's promotional pack that she gave me, I, I assume your boss knew about that. Yes, I about that. Okay, yeah. good. So I can mention it. Yes, yeah, of course. Go for that. So after that, now that that's that's the only uh, ones we buy now. So thank you for that. That's, I'm going to pass that on because that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah, we have a very happy dog that does twirls as by the. And. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, breathing's yeah. an issue. Yeah. Yeah, breathing. And little glitter fat. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh Coral would be gorgeous with oh. a little glitter fat. <laughs> probably shoot her 40 metres. <laughs> That might make walking a little easier. Oh, <laughs> no, well, look, good. yeah, just to, I guess, round off, a big thank you to for coming here. And I mean, I wouldn't be wrong in saying we might have you back again, to be fair. So, yeah, look, a couple of topics we, we don't want to come out too early. Maybe <laughs> listen to the replay. Yeah. First, but. but, yeah, and a big thank you once again to Brody for hitting us with the stats once yeah. again of your illustrious career. And I guess, yeah, well, once again, it's never goodbye. But, uh, see, like, would you like to say anything in your final? Well, look, if you want to get in contact with us, head up on the gram, Kirsty mm, um, yep. uh, Nation. Yep, that's one. Uh, and Kate Ibrahim on, on Instagram. I'm happy to answer any calls, questions, uh, fire them through. Mm. But, look, that's us for now uh, mm. from here. Ron, do you want to say goodbye or anything like that? Do you want to? Um, I've had a good time. I've no, had a great time, actually. 
yeah, and I just want to commend you guys on doing this because I think you know any promotion's good promotion, clearly. And <laughs> any promotion's good suffering. Yeah, totally. But what you're doing is great, and I'm looking yeah. forward to tuning in, hearing your yes. other guests, just yeah. see how I measure up and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks very Thank much for much. having me. So yeah, I mean, share this podcast with your friends, your family, get it out there. And I guess yeah, like I said, never goodbye, but uh, see you later. So yeah. hooroo. Yeah, no.